Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of The Edric Show. This is the place for intelligent conversation with interesting people. I am your host, Edric Jerome. Thank you for tuning in. You can catch The Edric Show on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all of your favorite online podcast streaming platforms. Hit subscribe, give us a like, drop us a comment, let us know how we're doing as we continue to grow this thing from the ground up. My guest today is Bay Area rapper, producer, and performer Excalibur. He has a passion for authenticity and a willingness to stand out. He delivers a range of sounds and messages through his music, and he's a true artist at heart. He wants nothing more than to make music that speaks to those in pain, uplifts the loss, and is always true to himself. Excalibur was also recently named as the first poet laureate in the history of Sassoon City, California. Congratulations. Excalibur, welcome to the show. Hey, man. Hey, it's nice being here. Nice, uh, nice to have some conversation. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's get into it. Um, let's start out. Uh, where were you born, raised, your formative years? Uh, tell mm -hmm. us about that. Yeah, no, man. Um, so I was born in Vallejo. Um, lived there for just like a little tiny bit. Uh, and then I've lived in Fairfield and Sassoon, kind of back and forth between those two for pretty much all of my life. Um, just... Uh, not yet. <laughs> so pretty much the 707, as they say. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> Shout out to the 707. Yeah. Um, so you're growing up and then all of a sudden uh, you realize you have this talent. So when did you kind of realize that you could uh, write and rap and create and uh, that mm -hmm. when did you first realize you had some artistic ability? Uh, so I think it it really hit um, about my junior year of high school. That's when I really started to know that I was like really into like writing verses and then it verses became songs and it kind of grew from there so high school but i feel like even before that i was always a fan of writing in general even just creative writing writing stories i always used to just get into that like um that type of writing and it kind of snowballed from from high school into college and everything it just grew hmm. Um, who are some of your influence? Because, you know, I'm, I'm a little older than you, of course, but hip hop's been around for 40 years plus. Right. So uh -huh. there's a wide range of styles from historic hip hop artists to the current artists today. Right. So right. who are some of the folks who uh, have influenced you past and present uh, and who you who you go to right now? So I think when it comes to influences, I kind of make a like a conscious effort to to be influenced by a wide range of people. So new school artists, so like uh, Kendrick Lamar, um, Lil Wayne, even some people who would be more like my peers, like um, like I know uh, X was real big for me. Hmm. And then old school too, um, Tupac is a staple. <laughs> so <laughs> he's always gonna be an influence for me too. Um, real influenced by even like uh, Biggie too. He, man. Go on and on. On and on, yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the things I really, really appreciate, because uh, I listen to your music, I really, really appreciate, is that you have diversity and complexity, and it's not just a one-style type of thing. I mean, you really right. uh, uh, are varied in, in your approach to music. So yeah. um, as a new artist, uh, why is it so important to you that uh, you're creating a music that, that really is you know, not just one particular style or genre? Um, well, that's a, that's honestly like a big one for me. It's, it's big for me that I, that I make, that I do that because I feel like 
as a person, like all humans obviously are, we're so complex. Like one day I feel one thing, the next day I feel the next thing. It, it's never going to be exactly the same. And I feel like you can't, you can't encapsulate everything by sticking in one, one lane, you know? Um, and even beyond just like emotions and, and what influences the songs, even just to, to creatively, I, I really enjoy stepping out of those boundaries. Like it's like fun, you know, it's fun to, to write my verse and try to rap as best as I can. But when I really start trying to um, step into some of these other bags, like my, my pop or like my, my pop rock and then the R&B, it's a different type of accomplishment, it feels like. It's like I really pushed myself, you know, instead of just staying in that circle, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like the fact that you mentioned rock and, and because I think we uh, lose touch with the fact that uh, rock was a huge part of hip hop at the beginning. You know, a lot of Run DMC's early, early stuff had some like just crunching guitar solos and things like that. So um, when you talk about rock and guitar, um, are there particular people you like in that world or is it just something you just like to incorporate into your music? There's definitely people I like. Um, I lean more towards like the pop rock, uh, indie rock. So like uh, Panic at the Disco is huge mm. for me. Wow. Had, wow. <laughs> right on. Then, in high school, I had a whole friend group who they played nothing but like pop rock, like Panic at the Disco, 21 Pilots. Um, oh, there's one more that I'm thinking of. Um, oh, I can't think of the name. Linkin Park, they used to play a lot of that too. So that kind of just stuck with me and it became part of my taste and like what I would play just regularly. And now it's like, I listen to those songs and I start writing things and I'm like, I, I kind of feel like I, if I go this direction, you know, towards that direction, I can express something, you know what I'm saying? A little better in that, yeah. in that style. I'm so glad to hear you say that because I think that's something that's unique to the Bay Area is that yeah. uh, like you growing up here in the Bay Area, um, I listen to a lot of different things, man. And it just, uh, I think it just makes for, to me, uh, a better artist because y you have that ear, right? And you can, right. you can bring elements from different styles. So kudos to you for that, man, for Panic at the Disco, man. That's a, uh, right yeah. on, man, right on. <laughs> um, let's talk about your music now. So you've uh, released several EPs in the past few years. Um, maybe you can tell me a little bit about them and then also uh, talk to me about the platform you've, you've, you're using like Spotify and, 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 yeah. and, um, and you've also used SoundCloud as well. So talk about those experiences. Um, yeah, no, most definitely. Um, so I've put out a, a good number of like EPs, maybe like I might have hit 10, maybe 10 on EPs. And then I have two albums that I've created. Um, it started from the EPs, and my first one was only on SoundCloud, still only on SoundCloud. It was, like, called King of Hearts. Um, that was the first step into me making, like, a body of, of work, like, instead of just one song. It was, it was, like, five. It was five, and I think when I first made that one, it kind of it clicked with me. I was like, I like making bodies. I like making collections because it just feels so much more um, together and cohesive, and then it kind of just went on, I made the next one, and the next one, maybe singles in between. And at the beginning, it was staying mostly on, on SoundCloud and, and YouTube. Um, and as I kind of got more experienced in releasing music, that's when I really started wanting to expand um, the ways that people could listen to it. Hmm. Because obviously SoundCloud is cool and it's such a powerful tool, 
But on a regular day, like most people are gonna use their Apple Music or their Spotify or Tidal or so I just wanted to be able to expand that. And the the process for that really wasn't wasn't too much different. I mean, obviously SoundCloud is is completely free and and um that's one of the powerful things about it. But once you start getting into working with like distributors and getting onto Spotify and getting onto Apple and all of the other platforms, it really opens up another kind of another world for you, another layer to it. Um, kind of kind of changed the way that I look at the way that I release music because there's so many aspects now as opposed to just click upload onto SoundCloud. Now it's there and I kind of got to wait a little bit. I got to be more uh, patient and plan out a little bit more when I release. Uh, it's interesting that I think for younger artists like yourself, because you have the benefit of history, meaning you can look back at how the traditional distribution, signing to a label, all of those things, uh, many times were disadvantageous to the artist. And so you can control your own your own product, so to speak now. So um, having that streak of independence, um, how are you approaching that? Is this is that something you you are going to be you know steadfast with, or are you having that conversation, that discussion among your within yourself? Um, I I have, I most definitely have. There's a lot of people that create such a an amazing example for when it comes to sticking to that independence as an artist, like um, you know, E forty, yeah, huge. Yep huge on independence, he releases his own music and then steps out and does all of the other business ventures that he does. Um, Tech Nine was also huge on independence, um, huge for independent artists. So I think like people like that just make me, when I reflect on that, I, I really think like, yeah, I, I wanna stick to that. Obviously labels and all of those other things, they they provide resources, but they also come with you know certain like risks and certain sacrifices that you got to make so looking back at at those artists and those examples it really does make me think more lean more towards the independent side of things um let's circle back now to your first album star child uh talk to me about that the meaning of the title and uh the concept of that album right um star child was a certain period in my life where i felt like i was really coming into my own as like, as an individual, as a human, as a man, as a lot of different things. For me, that album really represents like, like finding myself, you know? Um, this was in college, uh, about my, uh, my junior year. So I've done so much like creativity and music, released so much music during that period. And um, this was actually the, period where I started leaning towards getting onto Spotify and Apple and everything. So it was a, it was a huge step for me. Um, creating the album itself, like the songs, I was dead set on producing just about all of it. Um, prior to this, I had produced songs for myself, but at this point I really wanted to step it up. Um, so I wanted to take it all produced by me, recorded by me, it's about me, you know, it represents growth, it represents finding yourself and and you know, when I released it I feel like most of the people that I spoke to about it they they felt that like even without me saying anything about it they were like you know this felt like 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 homecoming like finding yourself you know and that's really what I wanted it to be so it came out exactly how I wanted 
Nice, nice. Well done, man. Well done. Um, the other part of your artistic expression is the live performance. And I've seen you perform. I've seen the passion, the energy you put into the live performance. Um, you put a lot of work into that. So tell me about that aspect of your art, uh, in addition to creating the music, the performance piece. Right. It's it's really funny because, like, as an artist, you know, you're you're projecting yourself and you're putting yourself out there and, and out of your comfort zone a lot of the times. But for the long for a long time and even still, like I've always been really introverted and really to myself. Performing is one of those times where I get to really like not become someone else, but become a different version of me. Like I get on the stage and I get to to talk to everybody in the room all at once. I get to let them know what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, what I want to, what ideas I want them to think about. And I get to just get up there and, and, and have fun and, you know, dance and move and just try to get people to engage with me. It's, it brings a lot of life to me. And then it, I feel like it also brings a lot of life to other people too, when they, when they're seeing it, like they get to get, you know, come out of their a little bit. Yeah. When I saw you perform, uh, I think you were referencing, was it Vice? I think you were using. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and what I liked is that you really engaged the audience in a concept from the beginning and you kept through it. So maybe yeah. for our, our listeners, you can talk a little bit about Vice because it was so compelling. man. Yeah. So um, if you're listening and you haven't um, and you weren't present for that performance, I had a, a spoken word piece that I was performing. Um I was doing it between each song of the, the performance and it would extend and, and I was talking to the audience, trying to get them to talk back with me at certain points. And it was really just tying in everything that that it was about with um, with the certain songs that I had chose. It was about um, certain songs were about giving in to, to vices and and struggling with with staying true to yourself and finding what what you really stand for and um the poem was really about uh pulling that all together tying it together with the theme of vices and their many different forms yeah it was well done man really like i say really engaging and so uh, i just want to commend you on that because um the live performance is such a uh, a part of it and um yeah. you 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 are right on track with combining all of the elements so right. um now we've talked about the the music. We've talked about you know your performance, producing, and everything like that. But you're also, I mean, a real deal poet. I mean, you're this is this is like you are a poet, not not you don't just rap and rhyme. I mean, you really right. get down with your poetry. So um, to the point where you were named uh, when the, recently the first poet laureate in the history of Sassoon City, California. Um, so one. Uh, how did that feel when when that honor was bestowed upon you? And two, um, it seems like your spoken word, your poetry is just a, a significant part of who you are as the other talents that you have. Yeah, most definitely. Um, it was an insane feeling. It felt like like a a payoff of sorts. I feel like a lot of different aspects of making music and putting it out is always a payoff, like even just listening to the songs. But like this was a, a different type of payoff. Like it felt like I was being recognized and people were seeing me and it it felt, uh, you know, like being seen. That's that's a good way of describing it. It felt like being seen um, in a really big way because that's something that they hadn't really done before. 
in Sassoon and um, being the first, like that's that's kind of historical. Um, they hung the the poem up in, in City Hall too. And it was just like thinking about that, like people can walk in to this building where so much important stuff is happening and they can look and just see my piece on the wall. <laughs> like, it's just a cool thought. Um, poetry is is huge for me because I, I really don't see, like I always keep poetry and rap so tightly wound because in truth, that's really what it is. Mm -hmm. um, even in its most simple form, like it's just poetry. Um, it's set to a beat or sometimes not set to a beat. So I always try to not uh, lose that that root to it and always try to make it a huge piece of, of what I do when I create. Um, so what are you currently working on? What's your next project, man? Um, so I actually just released a single today. Um, it's called uh, The Way I Feel About You Can't Be Explained in a Verse. It's uh, beautiful songs, like a love song, very very different for me in terms of the sound. It's very soft spoken, but like compassionate and, and powerful. And um, it's leading up to an EP that's dropping next month on the 10th, X's and O's. It's gonna be full of R&B inspired. Some, um, like I've actually got a song on there that's very pop rock inspired as well. Like we were just talking about. Nice. Um, so a lot of beautiful music that I'm super excited for. Um, yeah. Well, we can't wait to hear it, man. And uh, what I like to do is uh, right before we close out, uh, if you're okay, if you two will allow, I'll, if I can play a little bit of that on the way out. If not, you know, YouTube is sometimes they they be blocking blocking a brother, so you know how that is. But we'll see. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, if yeah. not, uh, if, if YouTube, uh, the powers that be, won't allow me to play that on the way out, uh, where can people go and and listen to your music and get more information about you? So I am everywhere, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Tidal, Amazon, every platform. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Kuro Kiddo, K-U-R-O underscore K-I-D-D-O. Um, on Twitter at Excalibur707. And um, you find either of those, you'll be able to find my, my links in my bio. That'll lead you to everywhere else. And um, yeah. All right. Well, Excalibur, I want to thank you, man, for coming on the Edric Show. Really appreciate you. Uh, appreciate your talent and and the message that you're putting out in the world, man. Because uh, as a young brother, you 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 are, you are putting out some sophisticated, intelligent information that people need to hear. And so, I just want to commend you on that, man. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you, that. You're very welcome. This has been another edition of the Edric Show. I am your host, Edric Jerome. Of course, this is the place for intelligent conversation with interesting people. Please hit subscribe. We're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of your favorite online streaming platforms uh, for podcasts. Drop us a comment. Give us a like. Let us know how we're doing as I continue to grow this thing from the ground up. I want to thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next episode. The way I feel about you can't be explained in a verse We started writing and already knew the words Already knew that X's and O's were written in flows But niggas that pose to pull women in droves I don't make heart taking music Hardly, I make heart aching music Partly, 
Cause the heartbreak music, how I break through Thinking of you, I started writing with my heart Say music, get me lost in my thoughts If you when I sit across from you, nobody else exists Can't replace you with another, it's impossible Niggas tryna talk to you, fuck that shit, get me pissed But you my boomerang, flying when you hear my name I feel the same, for the sake of you, I shed the pain I put my brain, scratch X's and O's into the grave Some say it's only X's and hoes up in the bay But I found you, and I'm old on like a lonely hug See pictures of our future, pictures of making love in my head when I think of you, image very clear Not too long ago, the images told me I disappeared So I So I So I So I Need X's and O's So I So I So I Need X's and O's So I So I So I